Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Hey, this is James H. Carr II from the Creepy Kingdom podcast and the director of the Foolish Mortals documentary. And when I'm not making documentaries and creeping around my podcast, I'm listening to the Mickey Dudes podcast. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Tonight, yet again, my uh, co-host, Pat Gennetti is not with us. He's like a hidden Mickey. So joining me tonight, we have four amazing Mickey Dude rotating commentators. We have our resident Southern gentleman, Mr. Kyle Ostrander. Coming to Magic Kingdom in the year 20,035. See my fat butt try to get into a Tron cycle. We have with us also our transient Sometimes Jersey, sometimes Florida resident, Joe Quattrochi. Chuck, I'm uh, now available for Uber rides. Just want to let you know that. That's fantastic. I'll be there next month. Two months. We have our Buffaloian, or whatever we call it, who is mostly... Uh, we would be a Buffalonian. Oh, okay. Well, we say he's wrong all the time, but lately I got to hand it to him. He's been right on the money. Chuck Fitzgerald. I've been drinking a lot of water. And Joffrey's coffee. Nice. And finally, making a rare appearance because he's been locked in the depths of Beer Cave, is working his uh, tail off. We have our resident Chicago native. See his vest, see his vest, made from real gorilla chest, Tim Schweska. <laughs> Exit polls show that Pat Gennetti does not carry the Hollywood studios for lack of phantasmic. wow I could just picture him when he hears this and speaking of Pat let's pause for a word from our sponsor who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. 
We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Again, he has a politician's voice, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. I'm just going to leave that softball there. Mm-hmm. I assume, is he running as a Republican or a Democrat? I have no idea. Whatever he is, ladies and gentlemen, he's full of it. <laughs> and with that, gentlemen, I almost said ladies and gentlemen, but we don't have any ladies on with us at the moment. Just Kyle on his Tata shirt. This is true. That totally just threw me off guard. <laughs> but with that, gentlemen, tonight we are talking essentials in the park. Now, our female counterparts get to carry handbags around and they will not leave the house with certain things, especially in the theme parks. I've seen a lot of my female friends with these huge bags filled to capacity and they're ready for whatever situation. The gentlemen that I know that frequent Disney are not that prepared. Anything that we bring usually involves cargo shorts and deep pockets. So tonight we're talking about three things that each of us make sure we bring every time we are in a Disney theme park. It can be anything that's going to enhance the experience. It's going to be anything to make you more comfortable. Whatever it is. We all have them. Gentlemen, what are yours? I'm going to open up this conversation. Starting with Chuck, what's your first thing on your list of must-haves when traveling in a Disney park? Or in any, any theme park, for that matter, or anywhere within the bubble? Okay. So, I'm going to be wearing cargo shorts for all this fantastic cargo that I'm going to uh, be toting around. But I think one of the most important things to carry... Um, to any Disney vacation is a fuel rod or uh, rechargeable battery for your phone or, or something to that extent. The reason for that is the Disney vacation has become so heavily dependent upon technology. And not only that, you want to remember your trip. You want to take pictures. And, and a lot of our cell phones nowadays have fantastic cameras that can do a lot of things that digital cameras just can't do. But that puts a huge strain on your electronic device's battery. So grab a fuel rod, do it at an airport, or order it ahead of time because it is actually 5 to $10 cheaper if you do it that way. And prepare for the extended day and the extended use of your phone. I mean, there's nothing worse than trying to remember where your car is because your phone died and you text it to yourself. Or, you know, thinking that, oh, hey, I can look at this new FastPass. I can, I used all my three and then your phone's dead and then you got to lug around the parks looking for a uh, FastPass kiosk, hoping it's open. So grab a phone charger, grab your fuel rod, grab your, you know, power pack, whatever you got to do. But do that and enjoy your vacation without dying electronics. There's nothing <laughs> worse than being tied to a outlet. I love seeing yeah. those people like sitting on the floor like... Just like looking at their battery meter, trying to go up a little by little. Yeah, I got one. I think it's from Jabra. It looks about the size of a like an iPhone five-ish. It takes like three days to charge, but you got two ports on it, and it's it works fantastic. See, Only downside is it's very heavy. 
that's the thing i used the fuel rods a few times and they've taken forever i just assume bring my mophie and it might be a little weigh me down a little bit more i usually just have an extra battery i took advantage on amazon prime day they had some bat nice battery sales i had one that uh has about five charges in it i charged the mophie at the same time as the phone so i kind of have both of them together at that and it's given me an entire day it works well and i well, still have about two i still have three more charges left i'm not going to say that it's a bad thing but i think the convenience of the fuel rod is is just fantastic you don't oh, have yeah. to worry about charging it you don't have to forget about charging it and it's not a huge brick to, attached to the end of your brick phone like mine is i have the iphone 7 plus oh boy um yeah i know fancy right uh, the last thing i want is another long cylindrical or rectangle to attach to the back of this thing. This thing's already big as it is. So the fuel rod's what? Six inches? Seven inches? It, it goes in your pocket. You don't need to worry about it. And I, that's why I like the fuel rod. It doesn't give you a full charge all the time, especially with a larger phone. But it's unlimited swaps. I mean, okay, so you got the 70%. Go grab another one. It's, it's not hurting anything. So it leaves an extra six inches in your pants, I get <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Cause I was dying. Are we gonna here. leave that in? Yes, we are. Um, has anybody else noticed that your cell phones in the parks, even if you don't use it, die quick quicker? Yes. Yeah. The place. Yes, because it's trying to pick up uh, cell signal and it's competing with the seventy thousand other people in the parks that on that day. Explains a lot, right there. That's the same thing. I mean, they say they have the Wi-Fi. Anytime I ever needed the Wi-Fi in the parks, it has always failed me. Oh, the Wi-Fi is useless there. Yeah. yeah. I have a 1A on things to bring to the park. Unlimited data plan. Oh, yeah. So for what it's worth, I have Verizon. I have 20 days left in my billing cycle, and I have already used 12.85 gigs of data. Just me, myself. I'm nowhere near Disney right now, so I'm barely, well, obviously not barely using my phone. But that data would kill you, and if you had to try to use the Wi-Fi, it's not going to work out well for you. You're going to end up like Dave, having a meltdown on Main Street. You should probably <laughs> stop visiting that site that ends in Hub. Maybe that might cut down on your data. The MagicKingdomHub.com. That's the yes, one. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought you meant the hub for the cast members. Well, that too. Yes. Gotcha. It's actually there's HBO so, Go. There's that's so many. A problem. There's, there's so many hubs. You know. Oh yeah. yeah, sounds like a bar outside property. Spokes. I mean, you know, I was looking for new tires. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of hubs, let's go to the center of attention, Tim. <laughs> I was oh. kind of wondering where you're going to go with that. Yep. I see Figaro's claws are out again. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the uh, the thing is, as far as like talking about the cargo shorts, everything, I'll. I do wear cargo shorts, but I'm, you know, those of you who know your history know that we won the war in the Pacific with the Missouri Mule. Well, every time we go to Disney, my wife wins Disney with her mule. Made her mule, me. <laughs> so I always carry a backpack when I go into Disney. So I'm the one who's stuck going through line, not her. She'll go through line too, but I, I'll always carry, she got me a nice Jungle Book backpack. Uh, I look like a huge idiot man-child carrying it, and I don't care. Uh, You're on vacation. Exactly. And, you know, every other day, but I won't say anything. Uh, 
But the first thing I'm putting in that backpack is going to be an essential for so many, so many people out there, especially when visiting the Florida climate. Gold Bond Powder. It is a lifesaver, especially when you're walking sometimes 15 to 20 miles a day. It's, uh, it's valuable for your feet. It's valuable to keep you dry. It's valuable for, for many areas, as you all know. Uh, and it has saved my life more than once down there. But nice, uh, nice, big, nice big bottle of Gold Bond medicated powder. That is the first thing I'm bringing into that park. I do not visit Disney without it. It's such a refreshing feeling. Yes. Although sometimes it can burn, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, oh, boy. Mm. You need to go see your doctor. Yes. That's yeah. a... <laughs> if it burns, that means it's working. <laughs> Is that after you have the citrus swirl, Dave? I wouldn't have a citrus swirl. That's the, the, the burning is the deliciousness. It's so good. It shouldn't taste like burning, Ralph. <laughs> well done. Well done. And before this conversation goes souther than Florida, Joseph. Souther. Souther than Southern. Florida. Southern. Who said wow. that? Wow. Dave, what uh, do you teach again? English. English real good. English. English. Your grammar is great tonight there, Dave. English. English. English, real go bike. I speak per good now, here. <laughs> Kyle, you appear to be a rogue scholar. Oh, oh, I saw what you did there. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> almost, like a, almost like a rogue one scholar. I thought some southern joke again. As I said, oh, no. this is going souther than Florida. Joseph, what do you right, bring? I I can't make fun of Kyle because my wife like is from down the street from him. So anyway, she um, lives in a fancy part of town. I don't. Oh, well, that's to be debated. But um, I'm going to go. She doesn't with, listen to this show. She doesn't. She doesn't. She actually lives in a nice part of town. But um, I'm actually going to go with never go to the parks or never go to Disney World without your subscription to touring plans. I think that oh, I see. I took Chuck's one. So touring plans that was the one is, that I forgot. This is something that, like, I, when I first subscribed to it, like, years ago, I thought I would never... It's like, oh, I'll just use it for the Lions app, you know, just see what the wait times are. I've never used this website or this app more than any, like, anything, any Disney resource. I mean, you can do anything you want on it from checking the, you know, menus for dinner that night to, you know, searching for specific foods. So if you're on, like, a, uh, a snack crawl and Dave is giving me a uh, allowance and I need to go find it in Epcot Future World, I can at least find out what's there. Um... I mean, you could post chat questions inside the app. You could find out what the damn weather forecast is. So if you're not from Central Florida and you don't feel like downloading the local weather app and, you know, you could just see what touring plan says. I mean, see what other fast pass availability is. I mean, and the most important thing is just seeing what the actual wait times are. Like I said before, the Disney app is just all their wait times are, you know, they're they're inflated. They're never correct. Um, touring plans always seems to be spot on. And the people that use it, and that do submit wait times, you know, while you're in the parks with you are people that are actually like care about like Disney or big Disney fans. So they're submitting good data to the app to get you the more accurate wait time. So that's one of those things I would never, ever go to the parks with is without a subscription to touring plans. I have one for Disneyland and even I've been to Universal a long time. I still have the Universal one as well. So I have all three subscriptions. Um, it's just something that I would never not go to the parks with. I'm on that app more than anything. 
Agreed. Kyle, what about you? Yeah, um, Dave, you, you said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, we like we got all carry this crap in our pockets. You know, I got two wallets, keys, diaper. I do carry a diaper in my cargo pocket. You never know. Handgun, cell phone, charging stick, all this kind of crap. Zerg doesn't shoot himself, you know. You need that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't know where you're going with this, Dave, but all I got to say, I got a lot of crap in my pocket, so I'm at the house and walking around, all good stuff. So when I go to parks, I got to carry this little bad boy right here. It's a little chum's wallet, like people on radio land can see. Nice little thing. Put your good radio. IDs. It's a it's a gooder wallet than what I carry at the house. And it's a you got enough enough for your IDs, your DVC card, your AP card, your your debit card. That's all. That's all I take to the parks because everything else is on the on on the uh, magic band. And cell phone goes in the backpack. Yeah, I don't want to touch that. I do touch that darn thing, but anyway. Chum's Wallet. Academy Sports, Amazon. I'm not a spokesperson, but things freaking awesome. Perfect. And me, I actually do not wear as many cargo shorts. I like a nice, crisp pair of khaki shorts because they make me look good and I care about my appearance. Classic. So, you're in Disney World where there's hairy men walking around in Speedos and freaking tank tops. You think you worry about people care about what you look like? Well, I like to stand out. What can I say? I have that personality. So one of the <laughs> things that I do is I use my spy belt, which is a running tool. It's a very thin, sort of like a fanny pack, but it's a very thin piece of material that it's not like a huge uh, pouch. Instead, it kind of stretches, and I could wear it on top of my shorts right underneath the belt line. And whatever shirt I'm wearing, it's usually going to be some type of polo shirt or something, or a t-shirt that's not going to be tucked in because I am on vacation, so hence I go with the untucked look at that point. It covers the spy belt. It doesn't look like I'm wearing a fanny pack. And in there, I'm just going to put a little extra cash. I'm going to put a credit card. I have my magic band on. Uh, I'll have my AP just in case uh, my uh, magic band is acting stupid when I'm trying to get in and not registering. And I'll need it for my discounts anyway. And it's going to carry the other things that I need in the park. Some of the things, the cell phone and the battery will be in my pocket. Uh, Spy belt will carry two more things that I take into the park with me. If you see Dave in the park and you want to rob him, you now know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The yep. other and thing with the other thing with the spy belt is that uh, I'm always paranoid on rides like Big Thunder Mountain. They have that little pouch that you put stuff in, but even though it has that little zip, not Ziploc, uh, what's the word? Velcro. Velcro. Yeah. Velcro. Every time I go to ride it, I still kind of feel like whatever my stuff is in there. I'll have my phone, I'll have my charger. I'm still paranoid that it's going to open, so half the time I can't enjoy the ride because I have my knee pressed against that bag, making sure that none of my stuff is falling out. California screaming was the worst with that. I know the centrifugal force is going to keep everything there, but it's just a mind over matter thing for me. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. I lost a hat on uh, Rock and Roller Coaster that way. <laughs> I had I one time rode Rock and Roller Coaster single rider, and this kid uh, sits down next to me, 
and he puts his glasses in there. And I'm thinking, all I can think of this entire time is if this poor kid loses his glasses on the ride, I was more worried about this kid's glasses. He put, I made him put them into the, uh, into the bag. And the entire time, I had nothing else on me. I'm basically holding the bag the entire ride. I usually put my hands up on the ride. I'm more or less clutching the bag with one hand to make sure that this poor kid doesn't lose his glasses. I did lose sunglasses on Rock and Roller Coaster in the bag. Now you guys are just making me more paranoid, so I guess I'm going to have to find a way to uh, stretch the spy belt for the uh, cell phone and battery. And sometimes in the, in the, the centrical force is too much, the spy belts come in class and fall off anyway. Ah! Well, usually with that, they're usually from behind, so I'm, there's a double... They usually go on the lap bar, so okay, I can deal with that. But uh, I got a couple of those spy belts. They are running fanny packs, is all they are. That's exactly what they are. But they work very well in the park. All right, round two. Chuck. Well, this was going to be the touring plans app. Um, because, like like Joe said, it, it's it's a must-have for any Disney fan. I mean, what's the subscription now? Like 13 bucks a month? Or a year. A year. Um, worth every single penny of it. You get room requests from the website. Um, I've never had an issue with not getting what I requested, so two thumbs up for that. What I will say my second thing that you almost always need at the park is either going to be a poncho or an umbrella. Ha! <laughs> yes! For those of you who are listening, which is everybody, um... I took one of Joe's. I got the um, uh, disposable ponchos, so. Yeah. What you don't want to do is you don't want to give Disney $15 for a piece of plastic, which I have. I enjoy them. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am that guy. I will buy the uh, the poncho that Disney sells for $15 because I'm a sucker. Um, but if you want to save yourself some money and if you want to stay dry during pop-up Florida rainstorms, which, you know, probably never happen. I mean... It's, it's pretty dry down in Florida. Um, bring those with you, whether it be in your backpack. It's not going to fit in your cargo shorts. Well, the umbrella might. Yeah, bring the umbrella for the cargo shorts. Ponchos, the poncho can fit in the cargo shorts. Yeah, the 99 cent ones, man. Those are. Oh, yeah. I, I, see, yeah. I'm thinking of the Disney ponchos. If all fails, grab some trash bags from the, from the cleaning crew before you leave. But there's nothing worse than trying to trudge around those parks being wet and grumpy. And Grab a poncho, grab an umbrella, stay dry, and stay happy. Any thoughts, Dave? Actually, yeah. I, that was, I was planning my big trip, road trip to Florida, and I made a list of things I needed to buy on, off of Amazon tonight. And as you're saying this... I'm pulling out my phone because I didn't think of ponchos. I was thinking of just buying a whole bunch of ponchos in bulk off Amazon Prime and having them uh, sent to me. Then I'll get them by this Thursday. I, I've been saying you've been right on the money. We say we say that you're always wrong, but that's starting to become a myth. So kudos Not to you, Chuck. too. It's always been a myth. Uh, that I will disagree with, and I think everybody else will. But I digress. Kyle, what about you? Latin. <laughs> Your second. So I, was, I was looking at Twitter. Sorry. All right. If you're a big guy like me, and Tim, I know you are. 
body glide is an amazing adventure is an amazing invention you know large like me things start rubbing especially in the Florida heat what are those things Kyle uh correct twigs and berries and thighs and a rating is just going down right now yeah it's Chuck's fault because he asked me the question I gotta be honest here but yeah body glide you know I use it for running what's that but you know it's I use it for running a lot and it really helps out because I know if I've been there had a little uh, chafing issues and it's not fun so put that body glide, body glide on grease it up and enjoy your time in the parks okay so I am going to piggyback off of you because I had body glide on my list too I actually did it as a blister block for that reason. I use the body glide stuff when I do the run, but mm-hmm. I go more for the blister block. With that said, however, and this might be a little bit of uh, too much information, but I think every guy uh, for the uh, time that he's in the park, I would go with boxer briefs as my can't, as my can't go to the park without mm-hmm. at this point. It prevents chafing in various places, especially when thighs rub together with walking, when you're kind of sweating. And it leaves you comfortable and it gives you a little bit of room in both ways at this point. So I'm going to add boxer briefs to my list of things I can't live without in the parks. Dave, is there a brand that you recommend? Uh, Jockey is good. You know, whatever. Whatever ones work. Hanes, whatever. I uh, I actually I actually like 80stees.com. They have a whole bunch of like ones that look like underoos. So you know you're you're at that point where you're Calvin on vacation Clark. and you're gonna enjoy you're gonna be enjoying yourself Under anyway. Armor. So I like Dave my Bird. Thundercats boxer briefs, but that's another story for another time. So Dave gets so, lost I, in the park. Wait, okay, I wasn't listening Clark. at all. What for, th- for those of you no for those of you above the age of twelve, Adidas also makes one that's uh, made of. Uh, the dry fit material that actually can keep you nice and cool, keeps the humidity down, everything else. Now, I understand we do have the downside. It doesn't have any superheroes or any Marvel <laughs> characters on it. Why not? Wait, it is, wait, wait, it, wait, 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 wait. It's a great thing for someone who decides that they don't have the IQ of a rattle. <laughs> can you wear the Marvel underwear into a Disney park? <laughs> only only certain characters. That'd be considered a ride, won't it? Because you're moving. is a ride. Yeah, it's, it's a method of... Transportation. transportation oh my god was that covered under the universal contract quick lawyers dave get the lawyers on the phone <laughs> where's jeff and moving away from he's the an underwear that's fun to wear but he's smart tim all right well i'm gonna go ahead and stick with my theme of it's all about comfort and another thing i'm always going to carry with me is i'm always going to carry an extra t-shirt it's, uh, you know, Amen. sometimes you are, sometimes you're going to be out and about. You're not going to be hitting your room from the time you, you know, from the time you leave until maybe, you know, who knows, midnight, one, two in the morning. And that extra T-shirt, you know, be it, you know, the pop-up storm. I'm always going to be carrying, you know, Chuck's great idea, the poncho, the whole thing, you know, the body glide on, uh, you know, Kyle's list, everything that you folks, you know, you fellows have mentioned great ideas but that t-shirt is always just invaluable it's a you know sometimes the the humidity will 
far, you know, far exceed uh, the forecast. Sometimes the heat will far exceed the forecast. It's always nice to have that spare shirt in case, you know, you decide, hey, I'm going to leave the park. Maybe I'm going to go have maybe a drink or two. Go, uh, you know, maybe do a little bit of a bar crawl. Go hit Disney Springs. You know, grab yourself something from Joffrey's Tea Traders. Something. But it's always going to be nice to be able to, you know, slip into that nice dry t-shirt and... Again, like Chuck said, you know, especially, you know, if it's you get caught in a pop-up storm, you're wet, you're grumpy, it just, it, it really changes your whole outlook. You slip on that nice, clean t-shirt and all, things are all better. And, and Tim, I, I, I second that. It was on my list. And uh, if you take a dry fish shirt and just roll it up, it's not going to like, it's not going to wrinkle when you pull it out, which is also a positive. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I do the same thing I carry. It was on my list. Fantastic. Sorry, man. Didn't mean to steal. That. No, it's all good, man. But I'm glad people know about it because I never go to the park without a second T-shirt. So I'm Italian. I sweat. <laughs> I'm fat and I sweat. And with that, we're going to go to round three. And I'm going to go first. So I didn't even give a round two. You didn't get a round two? No, I didn't get a round two. Yeah, yeah Dave just likes to make up the rules as he goes. Well, yeah, all, all this round, we have stolen. a $4 budget. I've been uh, waiting. Patiently. <laughs> well, you are from Jersey, so it's not like I would guard you from being here. But all right, well, go ahead. All right. Here we go. No. <laughs> I won't go down that road, Tim. Um, I'm going to go a little bit away from um, being in the parks. I'm going to go for something that makes your trip better when you're in your room, and that's bringing a portable power strip. And Amazon sells these great ones that fold up. They're maybe about six, six to eight inches long. And I know a lot of some of the new rooms like at Pop Century have been uh, just refurbed, have a lot of like the USB power ports besides the regular, you know, regular outlets you plug your, your electronics into. But a lot of the other resorts don't. And if anybody travels a lot like myself or whoever, you're always looking for extra, you know, power plugs that are, you know, don't have things plugged into. This one, the one that I have, it plugs into one outlet. It gives you four separate, you know, plugs to plug things into. I can plug both my phones in. My wife can plug her phones in. If we have an iPad, we can plug it in. If we have to recharge our uh, battery for our, our digital camera, we can plug it in. It just makes things a lot easier to keep everything together. Um, they're maybe like 10 or 15 bucks on Amazon. So that's something that would definitely, instead of having plugs all over the room, you know, you can just have everything in one spot. I would definitely suggest a portable power strip. That's actually a really good idea, Joe. I'm going to look into those. <laughs> yeah, we went to Beach Club last time. I think maybe half the plugs work including the USB ports. Yeah, sometimes the USB ports, I got, I kind of got screwed in the airport uh, last week that I plugged my phone in, thought it was, oh, plug your phone in here, USB, and I left it for like 10 minutes, I'm watching it, nothing charged on it. So sometimes they don't really work all the time. Excellent, gentlemen, and we are moving on to round three, and before anybody takes mine, I am going to go first oh, because I am the people's. host. So... My third thing, which is going to fit inside my power, uh, not power strip, my uh, spy belt is going to be a little tube of pain reliever, be it Advil or Aleve or something like that, because after a day, you're walking around, you're hurting, you might be in the beating sun, you might get yourself a headache or something like that. Never leave home without some type of anti-inflammatory. I, I disagree, because why are you going to take up valuable space when you can go to first aid? It's true. Or child care center. Yeah. I've never been to child care, but first aid will give you all that stuff for, well, free. Child care is free. 
Or the gift shops will sell it for like a dollar ninety nine. If you really that hard up, like mouse gear and the Emporium. Well, what no, I, I understand what Dave's saying. I, I fully agree with needing Advil sometimes, needing Tylenol sometimes. But if you could get it for free from Disney, and now, mind you, for free, very loosely used. I mean, you're paying over $100 a day to get into the parks. Um, so you better be getting some Advil. Misner's has it. It's called bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen places, like, you go to some shops, they'll give you, or some shops will give you some uh, Advil. You go to a shop down the street or next door, say they'll, and they'll charge you. So I see where Dave's going with this one. Yeah, I just get the little small little travel pouch that they have yeah. and just throw that throw it in there usually. They have like a little tube or sometimes it's the one it's the one dose and uh, it's encased in plastic or they have the little tube. So yeah, I, just I do always that leave I it. Good old vitamin I. <laughs> and with that, Joe, so I don't skip you again. Oh, thank you. So this is something that um, I'm going to say it's for bringing on your trip, not necessarily for having, you know, bringing with you uh, during a day in the park, but bringing an extra pair of sunglasses. Being out in the Florida sun, like, it is some of the brightest places in the U.S. Like, it's crazy. I can't go outside without sunglasses on. Um, mine are prescription as well, so I have two pairs. I bring both of them with me. So I'm very careful with what I do with my sunglasses. However, my wife, I've seen her leave them in Ohana. I've seen her leave them on uh, the the mine train. I've seen her leave them uh, you know, on the monorail before. And so instead of buying a really crappy cheap pair from one of the gift shops uh, in Disney World, if you have a second pair that you like, um, bring them with you. Because there's nothing worse than being out in Disney World in the hot Florida sun, squinting, you know, and trying to and buying a pair of sunglasses you don't like just for the sake of having them because you need them. Bring an extra pair from home that you like. So if, if you, God forbid you lose them, whatever, if they break or they fly off rock and roller coaster, like the one kid didn't secure them in the pouch properly, at least you've got another pair back in the room. You can survive for an hour or two. You go back to the room, you get them, you're good to go. So extra pair of sunglasses. Excellent. In Kyle? that case also, Mouse About Town has really nice replacement sunglasses. Unfortunately, I know that from experience. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Kyle? Yes, sir. What's your third thing? Um, a camelback. Okay. <clears throat> you can find these in all shapes and sizes, and you can go from small to just a single, uh, I can't I can't think of the, the actual, how much it holds liquid, but the actual pouches, you can go from just holding the reservoir all the way to a backpack. What's a funny, Chuck? That you can hold a whole bunch of things, and... But I like what I like to do beforehand is either a freeze it if you got a freezer in the room, put some water in and freeze it, or if you don't, just go down to the ice machine, fill it with ice and water, and you're gonna be uh, have some cold water the rest of the day, especially in these blazing hot summer days, which runs till like December first. See, my only issue with the Camelback is <clears throat> I hate cleaning them. Yes. I mean, I have those little tabs to clean them with, and. But I always get like one of the hoses stuck or something and I can't get it down and then it's trying to you end up scrubbing it through and it still tastes like rubbing alcohol after it. Right. No matter what, or what you, you do it. Or what you could do is go to like Walmart and buy the cheap brand for the trip and then toss it when you're doing. This is true. I don't think I've ever stepped foot in a Walmart, but You're missing out, dude. Mm. Target has them too. It, is that a New York City thing? I've never stepped foot in a Walmart. They don't even have grocery bagels. stores. We have the better water. No, they, you know, I, they don't have Walmarts here. 
They have targets. Uh, I actually read an article. There's only like 16 gas stations in New York City. In Manhattan, I can think of three off the top of my head. Jeez. The outer boroughs, yeah, there's a couple of them. But in Manhattan, it's they're, they're hard to come by, honestly. Yeah, it, it was about Manhattan. Walmart's yeah. the only place you can go in and buy a Disney movie, some some round, some uh, handgun ammunition, T-shirt for your kid, and some sparkle stuff for your wife's craft stuff in one sh- in one stop shop. I will, ra- I will raise you a Walmart and raise you a Menards or a Meyer for our never heard listeners. of it. I- I've never, never heard, heard of it. those. Ah, Menards. Uh, yes. Menards is nice. Yeah, Menards is There's fantastic, and and Meyer, which is uh, a Michigan-based company, which I yes. I think is way better than Walmart. Um, so I will raise you that. Fantastic. Big time. Meyer. Just, Meyer is actually really cool. I've yes. never heard M-E-I-J-E-R. I just found a thing called Lowe's Food. I don't know if you guys have those or not. It's new to this area. You can go to, they have a bar inside the store. You can go grab you a beer and walk around the store and shop. That's the new one just opened in Columbia, right? Yes. It's pretty amazing. Tim, what's your third item? Well, with my decent sized backpack, everything else, the last thing I'm going to throw in there, along with my gold bond and my t shirt, I am going to go ahead and throw in uh, some protein bars. Sometimes, especially when you're on a busy touring plan and you know maybe, maybe your time is stretched in the park, like my next visit, uh, I won't be down there that, uh, that long. I'm going to want to try and hit as much as I can, and I'm going to try and save uh, as much time as I can. So sometimes I may not be trying to stop for a snack all the time, trying to stop to refuel all the time. Get yourself uh, another thing. You, you guys have been talking about Amazon the whole night. Uh, Amazon, good place for it. You can also get it on ProSource.net, Bodybuilding.com, uh, Sam's Club, Costco, anything. You go get yourself a box of protein bars. You know, keep them in the room. Throw a couple in there every day, and it's just a nice, easy refueler. You know, you can pop one. You pop one as easily as when you're waiting in line for a ride. Uh, you know, waiting for a show to start. Get yourself a little bite to eat. Good to go. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to be on the lookout for something. You don't have to wait into a line. You know, wait into a line or anything like that for quick service. You don't have to weigh yourself down. Maybe with a, you know, greasy burger or chicken sandwich. Anything like that helps out a lot. Good to know. And Chuck, finish this out, please. So I have actually a couple of things. It's not something that you're going to put in your backpack. It's going to be something that you put on your head. It's Florida. It's hot. It's sunny. Grab a hat. I got sunburned on the top of my head last trip at the first couple of days. And you know what? The rest of those days while that sunburn was there was miserable. It's it's a very simple solution. I mean, you could even get a Disney hat if you want to be festive or something like that. But... Uh, I think a hat's definitely a necessity, especially while you're touring the parks. A couple other things that you could get or could bring in, especially if you have a a backpack, bring in some deodorant, but don't bring in anything that'll melt because it gets hot. Uh, you're under the sun. You don't want to deal with that mess. That's all I got. Just the hat's the biggest thing, I think. The hat is huge. You are dead on on that one, Chuck. You, those hats are invaluable you you save that scalp from burning yeah because that's uncomfortable it is <laughs> can, can i just piggyback off that i would also say bring a towel in 
in, in my yes. little satchel bag, I have the extra T-shirt. I also wrap that up in like a mm-hmm. small like washcloth or like a towel. You can use the one from your room because there's nothing worse if you're just dripping with sweat. Go into your bag, grab the small towel, wipe yourself off. It definitely will make you feel a little bit better. Even if it's not wet and it's cold, just to wipe yourself off. You're not searching for paper towel or napkins or using your shirt or someone else's. The uh, the frog togs. Yes, uh, that's that you what can I was get. Yes, those are great. You can get them at Target. You can get them in the camping section or sporting goods section at Target, uh, Walmart. You can get them in Meyer. You can get them at uh, Sports Authority. No, Sports Authority is not even open anymore. Dicks. Uh, yeah, they are absolutely perfect. You know, nice cooling towels. They are, you know, you are correct, Joe. They are a lifesaver. Yep. Awesome. All right, gentlemen, this was most informative. Let's take a minute to let everybody know where we could be found on the various interwebs. Tim, where are you? You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore Tim and on Facebook at Tim Schweska. Thank you, sir. Chuck. I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat. And for the foreseeable future, I will be uh, bugging Dave about how much we added to his Amazon cart tonight. Actually, about $23 for 20 ponchos and a plastic uh, container to hold all my running gear in. Which I forgot to add on to the last group. Uh, who else is on this show? Uh, Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Dave. And for the afterthought... Yes, um, you can find me on Twitter at TurkeyLeg1, on the Instagram at TurkeyLeg01, and Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. And Joe. You can find me on Twitter at JoeQuat. You can also find me over at that monthly mess, which is the DVC roundtable on resortloop.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality, also Instagram there, Dave Koch on Facebook. Be sure to follow the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. Follow us on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and check out our blog site with original content by our Mickey Dude commentators at www.themickeydudes.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. Have a magical day. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.